0: Welcome to The Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self-care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain-free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Hey, hey, welcome back to episode five of the Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about exercise and really in the broader scheme of things, movement. And this question, does exercising every day really matter? Because it's been a trial and error experience for me as well. And I'm going to tell you guys more about that story because I think some of you might think that I just work out every single day and I stretch every single day and I'm just, you know, running around working out being jolly old Alex. And that is actually not true at all. And it has taken time for me to figure out what the best fit is for me. And what that looks like is over the course of the week. Every day, it's true, I do do something. I usually will do some sort of self-care and sometimes it's five minutes. Um, other times it's an hour. It just really depends on how my body is feeling and what I have the time for. And so I think that's an important thing to point out is this proactive nature and how being proactive allows you to pay better attention so that you can catch things before they come up. And so that's one of the things I really try to do. Now, as far as a traditional quote unquote workout goes, I probably get two to three of those in a week traditionally of what you might think of as a workout once a week I go to the gym and I take this super awesome class with a very fun teacher where for 45 minutes he's cheering us on and you are sweating and cursing your life but having a fantastic time and that's one of my you know more cardio type of workouts but it's strength training the whole time you're breathless just because of the intervals that are there Another time during the week, I go down to my garage, and if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen many a garage party that happens there. And in my garage, I'll do a number of things. Sometimes it's kettlebell and strength training things. Other times, it's just body weight. Um, There's a workout I really, really like by a woman named Cassie Ho called Pilates Intense Interval Training. And she has an app, and so you can just throw on the app. It's seven exercises, each done for 45 seconds with 15 seconds of rest in between, and then you go through the whole cycle four times. And I use that format really for all the workouts I do, mostly because I can't stand to be motivated, (laughs) Um, believe it or not. When it comes to exercise, I get distracted. I was gonna say lazy, but it's not lazy. Really, it's just being distracted. And so using a timer when I'm doing things on my own helps me to stick to it. It also, uh, for the overachiever in me, lets me know exactly how long my workout is gonna take. Um, And then I know in 20 minutes, I'm gonna be done. So that's twice a week. And the Thursday sessions I do for myself sometimes are more intense, other times not at all. There's been times where I've gone out to the garage And I just do whatever I want, honestly, Um, random collection of movements, just trying to cover all of my bases. And other times it's, you know, let's go as hard and fast as we can, you know, with proper form, bust out the jump rope. One time I tried to run down the block, but I'm sorry, I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Um, and then the third time a week, I'll take the dog on a hike. I'll go on a long walk with my husband and a long walk for us is anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Ideally on our hikes, we can get out for at least an hour, but to be honest, sometimes there's just not time. And this picture of you know three times a week of more intense work and then here and there, five minutes, 10 minutes every other day It really has been a work in process and an evolution. And I know that this works to maintain your body because not only am I doing it, but my clients are able to do that as well, that there is a sweet spot of balance once you have gotten over the hump and kind of gotten yourself up to speed where you can just maintain and build your strength simply by increasing the weights you're using rather than increasing the intensity. If that makes sense. Now, this again hasn't always been the case. There used to be a time where I was working out four times a week. I would go early, early in the morning for a 7 a.m. boot camp, and it was super, super fun. The only issue with that, and I find that to be the case now, is there were so many days where I was underslept because in my mind, I was like, well, I have to go to boot camp tomorrow and kind of ignored the fact that maybe I was going to bed at 1130 or midnight because of some event that happened before. So now my priorities have shifted and sleep is at the top of that list. But you don't need to work out five, six, seven days a week at all. The sweet spot for you may be that if that is, you know, where you feel the best. But before we dive in and really talk about, you know, what is the ideal number of workouts every day to do for you? To be honest, there's a big difference between what is considered exercise and what is considered movement. And one of the brilliant biomechanists that I have really learned a lot from and who shared this idea is Katie Bowman. And I'll put her links into the show notes. And Katie talks about exercise and movement as being circles, right? So everything that falls into the exercise camp is one circle. And then a bigger circle that encompasses exercise also is movement. And what's really more important, in my opinion, for your health and longevity and strength is not necessarily the exercise stuff, which is just, you know, a tiny piece of the pie, but the movement stuff, right? It's being able to pick up your kid and carry them up the stairs when they're crying or when they're passed out in the car. You know, they're, they've already fallen asleep. You need to get them upstairs. Uh, being, you know, capable of movement is walking wherever you want. Navigating weird obstacles without worrying that you're going to fall. It's the ability to just move through your day without really having to think about your body. And so, when we differentiate between exercise and movement, chances are you might be getting a lot of movement. And so, that exercise piece is less important. When we use exercise to make up for what we're missing in movement, it's not enough two hours over the course of the week, even three, let's say five hours over the week doesn't offset the 40 hours of sitting. And in fact, you're probably sitting even more because on average, we're sitting 14 hours a day, 14 hours a day. So it's not the sitting That's the issue because I'm standing and, you know, ask any nurse who's standing for 14-hour shifts and they'll tell you too that standing isn't the resolution. The answer really is more movement, more movement. And if you are feeling like, you know, you're exercising a lot and it's not giving you the results you want and you're still feeling like those normal aches and pains and you just want to feel a little bit better. The best question to ask yourself is why are you exercising? I'm reading a super interesting book called uh, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It by Gary Taubes. And I'll again link that in the show notes. And the most interesting thing about this book is that he shares all of the research studies that show that this idea of calories in, calories out doesn't matter. It's been proven time and time again that it's not true, that you cannot exercise away the cake that you ate. It doesn't matter. And so if you're exercising to achieve a certain body composition or, you know, to lose weight or whatever, then maybe you might feel like you have to exercise six, seven times a week. But really, truly, I swear to you for health and longevity and for feeling amazing in your body every single day, you don't have to do that much work all the time. Because self-care is just as important. That recovery aspect is just as important to give your tissues the opportunity to recover. And really, you need at least a minimum of 24 hours in between exercise of the harder intensity stuff so that your body does have a chance to recover. And so if just on Sunday, that's your recovery day and you do nothing, or maybe on your recovery day, you do yoga it would probably do your body good to help resolve some of those just aches and pains and creaks that seem to come about with age. Maybe it's more of just your body needing a little bit of recovery time. And so incorporating daily self-care that helps to really maintain the health of your tissues, that may go a lot further than you think. And I'm not talking about foam rollers. While foam rollers are great. You know, you can't brush your teeth with like a mop. You know, it's something that's like way too big. And yeah, it does cleaning, but not quite the same. And sorry for that really gross picture that I just painted for you. But you want to use the right tool for the job. And that's where smaller tools that are used with more precision can really give you a better outcome and better results of your self-care. So when it comes to exercise and movement, and really anything that you do, think about it. And I challenge you to think about it as moving for your mental health. So do things you enjoy. I posed this question on my Instagram story. And I asked, you know, when you exercise, is it for fun because you love it? Or is it torture? Because if you're doing things that torture you, chances are you're not going to stick with it. And also, it's just not fun. It's just not fun. And life is too short to not have fun with the things that you're doing. So I really encourage you to find something that lights you up and brings you joy and gets you excited to roll out of bed in the morning and go do it or to, you know, lace up your sneakers and go do it if you're doing it at the end of the day. Do things you enjoy. And it doesn't have to be exercise movement is okay. Maybe you go on a walk, you take your dog and you leave your phone behind or you leave your headphones behind so you don't have to listen to a podcast. Because anytime you move your body, it's going to help decrease stress hormones and increase the feel good stuff like dopamine and serotonin. And it doesn't your body doesn't care if it's exercise or movement, movement will get the job done. And doing things you enjoy also really help you to get clarity and focus. And I can honestly tell you anytime I'm trying to work through a problem, going down to the garage gym or even just, you know, pulling out my therapy balls and doing some work helps me to find that focus. I have so many ideas when I take my dog out on walks. I have my phone with me and oftentimes I'll use the voice recorder to record things like ideas for new podcasts or trying to resolve some tech issue I'm running into on my website or whatever. Clarity and focus are the best partners to movement. Like you will always get clarity and focus when you give yourself the time and space to think. Because when you're moving, you can't really think about anything else. And you have to, you know, let your mind be clear so you can do what you need to do. So if you're moving for mental health, right? And doing things you enjoy and really focusing on that clarity and, you know, seeking a boost to your creativity. When that's your focus, the options of what actually counts or what you may think counts is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's, what's really important, right? Is feeling like at the end of the day, you've done your best, you've done what you needed to do. You know that you're covering all of your bases and then you just feel awesome every single day. So I really encourage you to kind of move away from thinking of exercise as the only way to move your body because movement is such a bigger, broader category. Movement could be, you know, walking around barefoot, which gives your feet more movement. Maybe it's touching the top of the doorway as you walk through it to give your shoulders more movement. And maybe it's going on a walk. And maybe, maybe for you, it is going out on a run because that's what brings you joy. The greatest thing about Marie Kondo, I love her so much because she just talks so freely about things that spark joy. And just like having a closet full of things that spark joy is important, doing things on a daily basis that spark joy is super fun. It just makes everything so much more fun. I was recently in a workshop and the presenter started the workshop. It was about journaling. And she said, you know, let's just get on the same page here. No one is getting out of here alive, which is kind of morbid, but it's totally true. So why make this experience drawn out long and hard? Enjoy it. Enjoy the process and do things that bring you joy and know that probably most of what you're doing counts. So if you're feeling the pressure to work out every day, here's your permission slip. You don't have to. You can do a couple times a week if you want, but I do encourage you to move your body every single day. I'll be sharing with you guys soon my tips on how to get 10,000 steps a day and why it matters. So just put a pin in that. But for now, just get out there and keep moving. Ask better questions and let's get nerdy because that's what we're here for. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, I would love to hear what you think. So you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Halla for Mala, H-O-L-L-A-F-O-R-M-A-L-A. You can reach out on Facebook, AE Wellness. You can head on over to the website, send a message. I mean, really, there's a thousand different ways to get a hold of me and I'll put them all in in the show notes, but I would love to know what your favorite part was. And if you are super into, you know, shouting from the rooftops and singing from the mountaintops, head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review and let me know what you think. That helps people find the show and also gives me lots of warm and fuzzies. And then I will appreciate you and love you forever. Share this with a friend, family member, and just help spread the word that your body is super cool and maintaining your health and taking care of it and getting stronger is not as complicated as you might think. I'll see you next week. Life without pain is possible. And if you're ready to break up with all the things that are only giving you temporary relief, I've got just a thing. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com to download a checklist with nine simple things to soothe yourself when you're in pain. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't take you more than 15 minutes a day.